Welcome back to the Karsten Runquist podcast. Uh, and the it's Jeffrey your, Borslow It's your podcast. co-host Jeff here with the one, the only, Karsten, Karsten Runquist. Karsten, what here. question do you have for us today? Jeff, how many rides are at Disney World? As a Florida native, there's okay. a lot of pressure here. Yeah, especially because I used to go to Disney World because uh, I'm from about two and a half hours away. Maybe yep, even yep. less. Probably two, actually. Um, Very jealous. Very jealous. I, I went, you know, three, four times a year growing uh-huh. up because they used to have like a really good deal. Yeah. Where if you paid for one day, you got like a year pass as a Florida resident. Right, right. Which they, they don't do that anymore because that's a yeah, ridiculous that's... Insane. Like they don't want to give you good deals. They're Disney. <laughs> exactly. They want you to pay fifty thousand dollars to pretend you're in a Star Wars episode. <laughs> yeah. You know that hotel I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy that, hotel. Apparently it was a tremendous failure because no one wanted to, to be there. Yeah. Besides diehard Star Wars fans, I would assume. But, and I think a I lot mean, of them already spent all of their money on like the the figurines the from the 70s. Yeah. yeah. So they don't have money to spend thousands on yeah. one night of a hotel stay to pretend that and, you're sh- hanging with Han Solo in a cantina. And no disrespect to that type of person as No, I, uh, I'm just saying like it, as a business venture you it don't seems have the rough. the yeah, totally, totally. I I love how you're like no respect, but you don't have the money. No. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> no disrespect, but if you got rid of those toys, you might be able to afford yeah, if you sold, if a you nice sold hotel. Toys, those toys are worth a lot. Those toys are worth yeah. more than my car. Which is the whole point of the to- of collecting those toys is they're like, it's going to be worth a lot. And right, it's like, and they are. Well, my, my car is when worth will like you $4,000. Yeah, yeah. So those toys are worth way more than my car. Exactly. My car is like, my car is really old, Karsten. <laughs> <laughs> my car is, a, is from 2007. Damn, Jesus, that is old. You, so you could either have a 2007 car or a Darth Vader figurine. Yeah, with Stormtrooper. Yes. <laughs> with the red lightsaber, not the yeah. green one. Anyways, the, the back to the question at hand. How many rides? How many rides? Oh, okay, I, I don't even want to do the math because like, I could virtually walk through the park in my head. Yeah. Um. But then there's some things that aren't really rides that are like experiences where it's like you walk up in that like, yeah. uh, Swiss Family Robinson treehouse right. thing. I guess you um, could go about this and going like how many parks are there and on average how many rides do you think are in each park? Cause, yeah, right, because there's like Epcot. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just going to throw out a number that's vaguely, I think, in the ballpark because I, okay. I, otherwise we'd be here literally the entire hour of the podcast. would be me yeah. walking through the park in my head virtually. <laughs> so I'm going to go. 73 it is 46 um which i'm like yeah i i do wonder that is a complicated question because you're right there are rides quote-unquote rides at at disney world like in epcot where i'm like was that a ride or was that just a fun little experience Mm -hmm. you know and i feel like if you were to count up all of that it would probably be up in the 70s but 
this at, at least on scarymommy.com they say there are 46 rides which um, is the Karstcast approved trivia yes. provider yes yes no sponsorship just scary just, mommy just pure love dot com um jeff you just got back from a pretty big trip from what i i, I did i was in, in Austin, texas. texas yeah um now we recorded the last podcast right before i left and then yes. um, i got sick so i didn't have time to yeah yeah upload it before i left and i didn't really have the ability to do it after i did leave because i didn't bring a laptop yeah because i had to fly back on spirit so i i only <laughs> took a small bag yep um the spirit way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um <laughs> so we actually released the last one after i got back but it, we recorded it before i left yes uh so yeah i was helping set up a podcast studio there we go uh yeah and it, it was Very just exciting. like a, a short-term paid job was it it wasn't yeah. for me <laughs> it was for other podcasts right yeah um but that's exciting how was now, austin much more exciting oh austin austin's great i had more barbecue hung out with people you know Uh the austin way yeah the austin way yeah it's such a weird place because like a quarter of the cars there are teslas really (laughs) yeah it's it's the most tech bro city ever besides like san francisco because all the tech bros moved there that's in the last five years because it was cheaper and now it's really expensive because of that yeah, so weird the great migration to Austin, Texas. If, yeah. Like, it seems well, like everyone it, moved there. Yeah. It was like already a liberal like city. It was like the most liberal city in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what happened was Texas, like Florida, does not have an income tax. Okay. So I think that's probably why they all... That's probably why. Yeah. ...wanted to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And the weather. Yeah. Weather is good there. Yeah, especially at this time of year. Um, but you, you s- I was going to say, much more exciting than that. But let's look at what's happening on your head over there. <laughs> it's not that much more exciting. The, for any video watchers, or I guess I should say for any audio listeners, if you can't see, I have on the new AirPod Pro Maxes, um, which I got as a Christmas gift this year uh, because... The thing about the AirPod Pro Max is, is they are too, they are extremely expensive um, for mm-hmm. headphones, like outrageously it's, expensive. It's like five hundred something dollars for headphones, which is like it, not something I, I I you know I took advantage of of Christmas you know mm-hmm. <laughs> of Mister Claus, where I was like I'm never gonna buy these myself, but I I could make it a, a just a ask for this for Christmas as a, like a one thing, and that's what I got. Were these headphones and. I will say, and I, I did some research beforehand because I, re- I really did want these headphones because shout out to MKBHD, the tech reviewer on YouTube. He uh, had a pretty good review for them and some other uh, channels had pretty good reviews. I've just heard great things about these headphones and they yeah, are I've extremely heard they're very comfortable. comfortable. They're yeah. so comfortable. They look a little weird. Like they have this this band as you've seen online yeah. and um, but it fits really nice on my head and um the noise canceling and the 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 whatever the opposite of noise canceling is where you can like hear but you can still use transparency. the headphones. yeah the transparency that's the word uh it's really really nice so i mean i'm happy i i like them a lot i'm taking extremely the only downside to these headphones and i'm sure you already know about this where is it oh yes is 
this case. This is the shittiest case in the world. Um, this is all it is. You just put yeah. them in the case, and I'm not going to be able to hear you because I just took my headphones out. But you just put them in here, and everything is still pretty much exposed. Like, the bottom part with the stainless steel is exposed. Yeah. This top part, it's, it's not, a shitty design on Apple's part, I'm going to be honest. And, um, yeah. Anyway, that's my official review of the AirPod Pro Maxes. Yeah, do you um, think AirPod Pro Max is related to HBO Max? <laughs> like, are they buddies? Yeah, probably. I like to list, watch my HBO Max shows on my HBO AirPod Pro Maxes. Well, that speaking of actually got jumbled as hell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I just started. Um, this isn't what we're talking about today, but we are talking about an HBO Max thing today. But I I watched uh, the first episode of the Last of Us show last night. Oh, um, I yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I actually, unlike Succession, I'm gonna get on that. Like, this <laughs> week. yeah, <laughs> I, I'm. The thing is, I've never. You have you played the game, Jeff? No. Okay. My brother See, did. I haven't played the game either, and I and I'm gonna be. I think I'm considering like borrowing my friends because the game is like seventy bucks, and I don't want to pay for. The, that, yeah, well, the you know? thing also is if the show is based on the game, I feel like the game would, you know, ruin some of the surprise of the show. Well, we had the idea that I I could like um, play as I watch, you know, and pause after, like, because it's it's going, <laughs> it's coming out week by week. Right. So I watch the episode and then I get to play that episode, and then when I get to a part that looks unfamiliar, I pause it, wait to watch the next episode, and then keep playing, and then I go about it that way. Now, that is heavily that plan is heavily <laughs> reliant on the plot being almost identical. Yes, which I've heard the pilot is incredibly faithful to the game. So uh, at least there's that. So I know when to yeah. stop there. Is this going to be like the first property that's a video game turned into a mo like a TV show or movie that's good? That's what people keep saying, yeah. And and I heard I, – I'm not that clued into the video game adaptation world. Like I, I'm not – watching every movie based on a game but someone on twitter went on some rant yesterday that was like actually they've done it like two or three times before this where they made a good thing and i'm like well fuck i don't pay attention so i can't speak to if it is but i will say having not played the game that this is a it's a great show so far it's really well made and the lighting i'll say is like it ma it looks like the lighting of a video game but not in a bad way like it looks really good so that's and you're it's watching cool. this on your your Sony OLED. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my Sony OLED HDR. So, yeah, something so you're getting the full TV. experience. Like you're getting individual pixels. Yep, I'm seeing every bit of flesh and blood that's coming in through the show. The zombies are terrible. Your mouth in the show. as you were saying that kind of scared me. What you're did like, it flesh do? and blood? <laughs> flesh and blood coming in for my screen. Yeah. Yeah, I got too excited about that. Um, but yeah, that's so that's what I've been doing. Um, I also, I would, a uh, quick disclaimer, uh, address the elephant in the room. I got allergies today, and so I'm going to be sniffling a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I took a pill, I, Zyrtec, that's not doing much, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else? <laughs> 
speaking that, of that was the elephant in the room. We were all thinking it. <laughs> yep, yep. Speaking of, uh, we just didn't want to say it. And by elephants. we, I mean me, because the listener cannot talk to us. Just to no, be clear, anyone listening that's... who the whole time thought we could hear them when they yelled at us, no, we can't. We can't. We that's can't. Uh, unless you're a guest on the podcast. <laughs> we we instantly in lose like 50% of our listeners because they <laughs> thought they could yell at us. They're like, wait, you guys couldn't hear me this whole time? People yelling at home at their laptops like it's um, a football game, but it's us. I don't know. How are the Vikings doing, Jeff? I need to... The Vikings? Because I, 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 they're out of the playoffs? Or are they out? Yeah, they're out of the playoffs. They lost. Got to give my dad a call. See, back at Christmas, we were looking decent and the Runquist household was in a really good mood because my dad's a big Vikings fan. My mom is. Like, everyone was in a great mood, and then we were kind of relying on the Packers, and then my Packer-loving cousin showed up, and he was like, how are you guys doing? And at this point, the Packers had won, and everyone was in a bad mood. And So there's a lot of tension going on yeah. in, the, in the family So right I'll now. give you the quick, the quick sports rundown. So I'm not yeah. as big like an American football fan as I am ice hockey and European soccer. Yes. But I know a bit. <laughs> Um, the Vikings have the best wide receiver in, in the whole league. Okay. Uh, but here's, here's the issue with the team. Um, their quarterback is pretty mediocre, Kirk Cousins. And my dad doesn't like him. Yeah. He's not very good, (laughs) but he has one of the best like NFL memes of all time. Yeah. Where after a game, he's, he's like walks into the locker room. He's screaming, you like that? (laughs) because <laughs> he, he just seems like such a big dweeb yeah with a name like kirk you gotta kirk. be kirk cousins kirk cousins yeah yeah yes. i just hear my dad yelling from the other room a lot where he's like come on cousins and i'm like <laughs> yeah talking about our cousins um i don't know <laughs> but so they had a great record this year minnesota um but we had a good yeah that's why i was invested under the hood um there were some cracks like half of their wins were by one score or less. So they were barely winning a lot of these games. That's, yeah. Yeah. Which made their record look like they were a better team than they were. And they they were a good team, but they weren't a great team. And their record looked yeah. like a great team. So they pretty much played a team in the New York football giants. Is that who they played? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm asking you. Yeah. I think that's who they just played. Um, and they, yeah, they lost. <laughs> Great. Well, I'll give my dad a call, talk him through it. Yeah, um, but it was by one score. True to their, true to their winning or go. losing by there one score nature. Yep, that's the Vikings for you. Skull. Um, Are you talking about the the dip, the dip brand chewing tobacco? S- no, no, that's our. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of. Speaking of uh, rivalries, I don't know. I don't know how to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you um, and me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today we're talking about a documentary um, mm-hmm. called This Place Rules. Um, there's much to talk about with this documentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More about to talk the doc about. Itself, about the surrounding controversies. Yes. We, we considered, because we, we said we were going to talk about this before this last week happened Mm -hmm. where some things came out about the documentary's host. Um, And we, we discussed, you know, should we talk about, should we still talk about, should we not? And I think we came to the, I feel like 
there just the things that have happened uh since the documentary uh kind of are interesting to talk about within the context of what the documentary is about in my opinion like i i think it's been a very it's a very interesting thing to have happen to someone who is talking about the things happening in the documentary and i thought yeah. we could talk about it a little bit um it's also as a doc itself like a pretty interesting and mm-hmm. noteworthy doc that i we both were like yeah before things came out before things pretty came out excited about and and yeah, there's just a lot to talk about. Um, so I will uh, read the synopsis. Uh, this is uh, directed by Andrew Callaghan. Callag- how, how do you... It might Callahan? be Callahan. I think it's Callahan. That's what it is, yeah. Um, and the synopsis reads, This Place Rules is a 2022 American documentary film directed by Andrew Callaghan. Uh, Callahan, I just did it again. In his feature directorial debut, it follows Callahan as he travels across the United States in the months preceding the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Uh, an event that we we haven't even really like talked about that because we're not a political podcast, but you know that was a big thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> and this feels like, you know, I I would say. Of all the like things to talk about this event, um, and just like the election and Trump and stuff, like this is one of the the better, or I, I should say, more like realistic depictions of what yeah. the country was going through and still is going through. Right. Um. So yeah, it's a twenty twenty two documentary. Technically, it came out December thirtieth, but it's been kind of the first like big talked about thing of this year and. As if people don't know, uh, Andrew Callahan, Callahan also uh, he's the host of Channel Five News, which is like a big. It's kind of very similar to this doc. It's it's basically just a YouTube series, Patreon series. I don't know what to call it. Of of kind of him documenting like very strange characters around yeah. the country, and um, he's ha- he's done some really good, interesting stuff. I don't know if you've seen the Chicago episode he did, but it's a very. I don't think so. It's a very interesting doc, if you want to call yeah. it that. But um, anyway, or, yeah. Do you want to? What, what do you want to get and do first? Okay, we should we should address the the elephant in the room. Uh, yeah, the elephant in the room. Situation. You have, you have allergies. I got allergies. I got allergies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sniffling, and it's just allergies. Yeah. Um, but yo, the the filmmaker Andrew Callahan. Uh, has a few sexual misconduct allegations against him. Um, do you know more about this than I do, Jeff? Like, how I much don't do think you know I know about? more. I I just know generally. Um, you know, it came out like the first person had the TikTok. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then like, um, a couple more people, I think, came forward. According to this Rolling Stone article, uh, in an exclusive Rolling Stone report earlier this week, a woman known by the pseudonym Charlotte said she matched with Callahan on Tinder in 2016 before his recent fame and claimed he did not uh, acquiesce, there we go, when she said no to sexual acts. He wasn't taking a simple no for an answer, and consequently it turned into me trying to make up any array, to make up an array of excuses as to why I didn't want to have sex. Um and that's one person that I think there were a few other people that came forward about it. Uh, but yeah, it's, and, and I think I, I, first of all, I, I believe the victims not only before his apology video in which he kind of admitted to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I briefly watched, I didn't, I did not finish the apology video, uh, not for any other reason, but other than I had something to go do. Um, but 
so like you know i i obviously believe the victims here and um also think that my thoughts on this happening is that it it it, what I've kind of been t- talking to friends about is that it's like the perfect storm of like he has built a fan base of a lot of people that don't trust the media and don't trust mm-hmm. uh, mostly with good intentions of like, you know, it's, it's not, it, it's not in like a weird, like Orwellian way, but in more of like a just Fox and, and MSNBC have a lot of bias and it's hard to, to trust either side here. Um, yeah. And what I'm saying is like that kind of building an audience of people like that, when something like this comes out leads to just a lot of people that are like, well, I don't trust this happening. Like, doesn't this seem kind of fishy, right? As this documentary comes out, like maybe this, is, it's just a lot of conspiratorial shit. Um, and it's just a mess. It's just a, it's a really unfortunate mess. Um, and felt like we had to address that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, you know, it's not it's allegations that I think it's great that these types of things are free to come out now where 10 years ago something that's a little more in a legal gray area I think yeah. wouldn't even ever come out, you know, cuz these aren't direct accusations of of you know like not no like someone saying no it's someone like clearly not wanting to but not saying you know so in in like an affirmative way and him just being like wearing someone down and then you know yeah yeah you get into these things of power dynamics at play Mm -hmm. it's all very like you know complicated stuff to to work through but i think it's a very positive thing where yeah you know someone saying no isn't the only way that you can say yeah. no yeah it I just seems that makes sense no yeah i don't know it just seems like yeah it, i guess he's built up a very uh i don't know how to say this never mind i i i don't know where i was gonna go with that <laughs> um but it just sucks yeah it's yep. it's just kind of a an unfortunate situation altogether and he did put out an apology uh, I, I, on, like, his personal YouTube channel. I think he said right. he's going to, like, step away and, like... Yeah, like, go to you know, therapy. The, the, the typical the apology usual. video. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, which, you know, to be fair to him, I mean, that if he is doing that, that's a good step. If he's, yeah, heading because in a positive it, direction. But. It's hard to, to talk about it, but there is a difference between what he did and, like, you know other things but they're they're all bad but they're different degrees of bad and it's hard to to wrap your head around like exactly yeah you know obviously he's in the wrong but Mm. he's he's not legal like criminally in the wrong based on the way the current laws are set up so i mean really i guess the best you can hope for is for him to become a better person right which on the other side this is just completely unrelated the uh Justin Royland, I think is his name. The yeah, Rick the Morty. Rick and Morty Same guy. Same yeah. week. But that seems a that's, lot more that like, seems that's a lot uh, <laughs> uh Yeah, he was like for sure in allegedly uh grooming yeah. minors. There's a lot going on. Uh but we we're here to talk about the documentary. Yeah. We're here to talk about the documentary. Maybe um, a little politics. 
Yeah, well, well, Jeff, See, we I was, we're not a politics podcast. We're not, but we were the like one of the top political streams the night before the Very, election. Yeah. <laughs> we were. So if we want to get into it, we'll get into it. Um, yeah. And Jeff, you were you're actually the one that originally suggested this doc, um, mm-hmm. which is why I was curious to hear what you thought of the doc, what your take on some of this is. Um, I think seeing this kind of footage further adds to my own belief about the broader political climate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously it's a minority of people that are, are so, you know, essentially brainwashed that they would go along with all these, you know, conspiracy theories and try to storm the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I think gets lost in this is that the people doing this think that they're good people and that they are the heroes in this story. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're I mean they're wrong, obviously. But yeah. they they genuinely believe that they are the good guy in this story. So Yeah. I I personally think that, you know, people are like our doctors, he was really close to falling apart. I don't think I believe that because the people who were the ones storming the Capitol thought they were good guys and yeah. they weren't, you know, they weren't in their own minds doing anything malicious. So I don't think they were ever really going to start killing people in the Capitol. I mean, maybe besides some politicians, but yeah. um, I think this documentary is a really interesting insight into like the warped way these people were perceiving the world around them. Yeah. Yeah. I like how near the end of the doc, it kind of, you you lose track in the in the heat of it all like what the general purpose of all of this was and in the end of the doc it kind of boils down to like there was no point here there was no like end yeah. goal it, and it's no, just there, there was nothing it was just I think a, it was just a lot of pent up energy and and aggression and um it just yeah it, it all felt very pointless and stupid at the end of the day yeah well the, the um, QAnon stuff was all just yeah complete nonsense from the the get-go yeah but the i mean i think you know i i watched a lot of the january 6th uh senate hearings yeah um and you know trump wanted to actually join them there and then people around him would not let him so i think it could have gone differently if they had some you know person there who was like their you know pretty much their like cult leader actually yeah, yeah. there yeah. then it might have something might have happened differently but yeah it's yeah it's it, it's just do you ever watch this and think wow these people have the same amount of political say as i do that's a crazy point but you're right like they <laughs> yeah. they have a vote as well yeah even though yeah. every like their entire perception of the world is is so warped and inconsistent mm-hmm. with reality. And that's I think what is so interesting about the doc is that it is trying to understand these people and honestly gets does a pretty decent job at understanding these people better than like a lot of the mainstream media does, you yeah. know. And I think that's something that is like no one's ever considered <laughs> just because it's like it is interesting to see how someone could end up in a position like that. And yeah. I think especially the, the Q family thing was like right. very insightful and tra- just 
terrible. It was like tragic. Yeah. And... Well, I thought that was the most powerful part of the the film. Yeah. Was yeah. the um the you know the juxtapositioning of this one family that's kind of in a poor area very like 10 minutes from the q family where the q family spends all their time you know because they have more financial you know security and stuff they have like a house where they're just spending all their time thinking of this q stuff where the other sam's like not even thinking really about politics they're just like hey i'm just trying to like provide for my family and get by yeah that was a really like it, it's it's been a really obvious point but like something that you never the doc really put into words very clearly that like a lot of these people like can go to these protests and go down these rabbit holes because they can like afford to you know yeah. and that's just something that i i is to take into consideration about the kinds of people showing up to these protests and yeah. these riots basically yeah yeah um and also just the the fundamental lack of even understanding why the the they themselves are at, are there yeah yeah um it's like they literally do not know what they're actually like asking for right right yeah they just know that they just are following trump or yeah. QAnon. um i think like as a documentary um more in like a, a technical way mm-hmm. this is just my film approach to this i came away with like a lot of the same i have i have similar like nitpicky complaints that a lot of other people do in which i feel like i wish he would have kind of gone further with his channel 5 aesthetic or like done a little bit more than what he did um because i thought that it was it just felt very like kind of put together like (laughs) kind of spontane i mean it's a messy subject so it's going to be a messy documentary and he's yeah. trying to tackle a lot of different things but yeah. i was just i wish it was cut a little bit yeah smoother. i do too also the you know the kind of uh narrator bit he does where he's sitting in the director's yeah. chair on like yeah. a sound set I'm like that is the most film school ass looking it's a very setup. i literally did that <laughs> in like my second year of film school i had that exact <laughs> shot where you give him like a hard edge light and make it look like a like some yeah. kind of actor's like studio crap i'm just like that's not his style i don't know what why they did that it's it's sort of just like a this is a real i think they must have ran out of money yeah yeah (laughs) yeah must be like okay Um, so we only have like three grand for the the day where we have to shoot this right voiceover what's so interesting is that and i I, this is i thought this pre-allegations i'm not trying to like you know critique him after the fact but i think the he his approach is that he's thrown himself into a lot of these situations headfirst and gotten a point of view that like a lot of like i said mainstream media doesn't want to go like they don't want to go there and i think he does have insight and observations that i'm like like we said are very like powerful to look at at the end of the day and i just don't think he presented it as clearly or as uh i don't know smoothly as he could have but Mm -hmm. I I'm still like I think his his journalism was is very unique and um yeah significant compared to what other outlets are doing. Yeah, you know? well the thing is is there's so much stigma attached to every news outlet now, right? Like depending yeah. on what side you're on, 
um, you innately would not trust someone from an outlet if you're one of those people. So the yeah. only way to really get ingrained in this climate is by being a completely independent person that, you know, yeah. is not attached to like CNN or something. Totally. So, yeah, I, I, it's a, it's a, it's a touchy subject. I would say, I don't want to give him too much credit as I feel like I saw a really interesting, uh, Twitter. Well, the, the, it, never mind. I'm not even going to bring this up. It was it was saying like anyone can just like throw on a suit and like run into these situations and like document yeah. it and call themselves like a, a innovative like breathtaking or fresh voice in journalism. Uh, but I'm like, to an extent, it's like he did do that and is got something that like not a lot of people were getting at the time. Yeah. Um. No, I, think, I yeah somewhat agree with that. that where yeah. yeah. The, what he did wasn't so there's a few different kinds of this right like jordan klepper right. from the daily show has a bit where he goes to trump rallies and like talks to them right but he right. he's pretty much doing to just make them you know have like logical fallacies in their in their own thoughts yeah and just like yeah. point out the stupidity of what's happening mm-hmm. yeah. um where andrew callahan just like lets them talk yes, which, yes. which is easier um, but it's also yeah. interesting in a different way. Yeah. I definitely get something out of his r- reporting that I don't get anywhere else. And I do, you know, it. there's some merit to that. But at a certain point, you got to ask yourself, like, what has been gained by listening to Alex Jones talk for, like, 30 minutes about yeah. nonsense, you know? And it's like, I don't know. It's It's a very kind of complicated territory to to navigate um for me personally because i'm just like i yeah this is insightful and this is i guess worth knowing but at a certain point i'm like i don't know how much this adds you know but i will say this documentary as a whole like especially looking back at january 6th and everything leading up to it and as just a because he's been promoting it as a documentary less about that those events and more about the media um i think it it succeeds for the most part in uh capturing all of that um I yeah don't know. i don't know i mean i um, i agree with that where it is an interesting different view yeah. I, I kind of wish that it felt more pointed rather than just being this general me too, me too. yeah you know i don't know it's like more of a general look rather yeah, than yeah yeah really making any conclusions about anything because totally. the only conclusions he makes are like, oh, the people that can go to these rallies have enough money to do it. And it's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's not really the the like gotcha. Right, right. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, so... I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's pretty much what I have to say about it. Um, yeah. I I can't. It's, it's hard to say if I recommend checking it out, um, right. but it's definitely interesting um it's yeah i i yeah. almost before i started it was gonna wreck and this is again pre-allegate i was gonna recommend it to my parents just because i was curious on what they would think did you watch this with your parents i should ask i i did yeah you did okay <laughs> i just i got like five minutes in and and the opening oh, scene of this the opening doc scene is doesn't just... that take place in saint pete florida does it <laughs> i think so dude uh which which is like 10, Not 15 minutes from me right now. 
It's like 10 or 15 minutes oh from me where those guys live. Yeah. I was just after that opening scene, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pretend yeah. that this, I'm not going to yep, tell that's, that's, anything about that's, this. <laughs> that's what right here is like in Florida. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, it's it's a it's a tough documentary to talk about. Um, it's worth talking about, though. And I, I, I am glad it, it exists at the end of the day. I'll say it. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know what else to add. What were you? What, what did you give a for a star rating, Jeff? But two. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying to hold in a sneeze that whole time. <laughs> um, I didn't even think about a star rating for this. It's a it's a weird movie to give a star rating. Um, yeah, you know, three and a half. Three and a half. I'm I'm at a th- I was at a four and and I'm kind of more at a three and a half. Um, because yeah, which it was. I like I I liked what you said. I wish it was a little bit more pointed. Um could have been a better documentary despite its good intentions i think i don't know um but that's this place rules it's on hbo max and yeah let's get into the q a um yeah that's do i hot. sound good in your AirPods, max yeah you do, do you I, sound yeah. crystal clear i was i i was yeah. like maybe it's just the airpods but i'm like this is a good good episode i we sound great um i think Thank i sound you. better when i'm nasally too it's like add some you sound hot crisp yeah you um, sound very attractive like if i was not watching the video i'd be like damn this guy is a 10 this guy's yeah and if i was watching the video i'd be like no he's still a nine <laughs> yeah yeah uh this first one comes from chips ahoy five two three and it's a it's a meta one it's what makes a good cars cast question um i that's a good question itself because it makes uh, us it think is. a little bit yeah um, i appreciate the either or question sometimes because yeah, it yeah, gives yeah, yeah. you like a very easy thing to go go one or the other and then yeah, argue yeah, yeah. for it yep yeah i i like is karsten a nine or a ten that's a good question yeah yeah um i mean it's one or the other we all know it <laughs> Um, I, I honestly like the ones that have nothing to do with movies because it's always yeah. just, it's, it's not because I don't like talking about movies, but because it's a nice break and like you get, you get answers you don't expect when you ask something not about movies. Um, yeah, that would have been insane if right there you revealed you don't like talking about movies because <laughs> you're yeah. like, not that I don't like it, but, but you were like, I, I, hate, I, I really hate, hate talking about movies. Yeah. I'm over it. It got old. Um, but no, <laughs> Dude, what if you did, would you ever pivot to something else? Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know what it would be though, but I've thought I, I've always had the urge. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, it's like, I, I feel like movies, even before I had a YouTube channel was something I always got really excited to talk about. Like if I'm in a, in a heated conversation about it with somebody, like I get excited to talk about them, which is not something that happens with anything else. So I'm like. I don't know. I could pivot, but I don't think I would be as good at it if I, you know, and this is just talking like I, I could <laughs> see myself doing a career in something else. But if I was to make a YouTube channel or a podcast, like, yeah, it's either movies I could or shows. see you making good YouTube documentaries about something real. See, 
I the I yes. So I could edit and direct it, but I would want someone else to write it. No, uh, I think you could write it. I think I'm talking <laughs> about you know the the YouTube documentaries like Summoning Salt, where it's this niche topic. Yeah, and you make a documentary that no one else would make. Dude, your channel would blow up if you made one about some very specific niche like film or TV thing. <laughs> I there have been ideas that I've had, but I just I that it's always been such a daunting top. The thing oh, is. Yeah. I have short videos. Like, I, I don't think I have enough to contribute to make a full doc situation. Well, if you but research, I bet you would. If I research, yeah, which I should start doing. Dude, that would be insane. I have Dude, a Carson really... Carson documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I have a really um, funny video idea that's not a documentary that I want to tell you about off camera. Okay. Because I don't want yeah, anyone I'm, to I'm steal it. I'm ready afterwards, it. yeah. No, okay. of course. It's and a I good will, video. I promise I won't steal it. I will say my my twenty or not twenty twelve hours in a theater video did pretty well. Like, yeah, pretty honestly, well, I, pretty I successful video. It um, it's I was a little like ah, that's whatever, but we're almost at four hundred thousand, so I'd consider nice. it a success. Ooh, and oh, how's the Succession podcast? It's going pretty well. What's um, it called again? It's called, it's called Suck Off. Uh, <laughs> But it's going well. Uh, it's one of those things where we're hitting a point with it where the episodes are getting a lot denser and it's a lot to keep track of. And I, uh, I'm i trying to keep up because it's a, it's a very layered show. But I'm just re-watching the show has been a blast because I love this show so much. Um, yeah, suck off. It's funny because we're already like almost done with season one, which means we're about a third of the way through the podcast. So it's a very short, it's going to be a very short lived podcast, but glad I'm doing it, you know? Yeah. But glad like for the happening. next season, it's going to probably jump up the charts. I hope so. I hope that's so. what my brother's Westworld podcast did. It was like the number three Westworld podcast or something in the that's world. That's the thing. Well, that's the thing about TV podcasts is like we're going to have a great two months, you know? Yeah. <laughs> now, if you need tips about that, you could ask Jared I might hit him about, up. Yeah, because the thing is I, what he was saying to me that's really important is getting them out like early as hell. We were going like, to like watch episodes together and then just record like Record like right after. Yeah, see, that's the move. And then you guys yeah. got to get them out as fast as possible because a lot of people who yep. watched it the next morning going to work will want a podcast to like yeah. listen to. Exactly. No, we, we got to get on it. And we're trying to, there's not really like a succession. I think I've told you about this, that like the official succession podcast from HBO is the only like successful succession podcast that I know of. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to be like the other one. Suck off. It was, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's a question. Um, this next one comes from roller skate butterfly. And this is mostly for Jeff. It is who is your favorite NHL mascot, which I suppose I could answer, but I need to look up the NHL yeah. mascots. Now, I think there's an obvious gritty, one. Gritty, gritty is the one that a lot of people like. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. I grew up going to NHL games. Um, so I liked the mascot from when I was a young yeah. child. Yeah. So Thunderbug. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Thunder I'm looking at Thunderbug right now and it's an, an insane mascot. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a weird looking mascot. Um <laughs> uh, And the weirdest part is that the Tampa area does not have fireflies. <laughs> like they don't they're we don't have them here. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at Minnesota's Nordy, 
uh, for the wild, and it's yeah. oh oh Cal- Calgary. Look up Calgary's Calgary uh, Flames mascot. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> He's awesome. Harvey the Hound. Mm-hmm. Big ass tongue. <laughs> yeah, the tongue is insane. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's yeah, my I favorite. think that that's probably Harvey the Hound. The best one. That's an that's a terrifying mascot. But... Yeah, like why is his tongue like that? Like if I went into the closet at, in that office and I saw just like Harvey sitting there without anybody in him, it'd be terrifying. Um, without anybody in it. <laughs> weird way to put that. It was. Um, yeah, we have one more, and it's kind of a weird. I don't know how to answer this. I need to like look up. Uh, it's how many DVD regions have you been to? Um, oh, that's okay. That's like a let me. Let me look it's, this up. DVD. Yeah, the the regions. DVD region code Wikipedia page has a map. Oh, it does. Um, okay. Yeah, I've been to three. I think. Okay, let's see. One, I've only been to three. Two. Unless, wait. Oh yeah, that's three. Oh, I do also love how French Guiana. Yeah. Is is in the <laughs> European one because it's yeah. technically part of France. Yeah. Okay. If one, you get. Two. I don't Three, think you would in GeoGuessr, but if you get French Guiana and you guess yeah. for a country streak, you would need to guess France. Um, but I get you could yeah. click there and still be accurate. But so, yeah. uh, wait, uh, you've been to a pretty much. Have you been to China, Jeff? No. Okay, that's the one then. Yeah. Um, you've been to every snow. Yeah, yeah, I've been to all of them, but China. Wow, wow, yeah, that's that's crazy. Wait, yeah, where in like I've... Africa or Asia? Mor- I've been to Morocco. Morocco. Yep. There we go. Damn, that's fun. <laughs> Try and complete the DVD regions. Yeah, that's all I'm trying. That's my travel goal. Um, all I mean, right. China's all that's left, and I'm probably not going there anytime soon. Yeah. Um, well, that's questions for today. That's a good uh, question, though. Yeah. We like to finish these off by announcing what we're watching next week, which I'm looking at. Uh, there is a there is a really fun one we could do, J- Jeff. Um, I'm it, honestly, I picked this one, um, which turned out to be kind of weird. <laughs> uh, so uh, maybe you should pick. Well, as long as it's not body horror. It's not, but it is okay. horror, but it's a comedy horror. Oh, is it the, like, Megan? It's Megan. I, yeah, I okay. think it would be yeah. a fun podcast yeah, movie. Yeah, I think that would be fun. I agree. It's <laughs> so stupid. Um, But, yeah. I haven't we, seen it yet, but I... I think you would I've like seen the trailer. It. Yeah. Um, so, next week, we're talking Megan. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, and... That's that. Next, we like to read a review uh, because we like to hear what you guys have to say about the podcast. Um, we're charting at number 160, by the way, in South Korea. So thank you, South Korea, <laughs> for the love. Can you speak any of the language? None. Nope. Not any South Korean. Um, well, we love Sun Hung Hyung Min, the soccer player on Tottenham. Yeah. He's South Korean. Excellent I love player. a lot of – I love Bong Joon-ho park chan wook uh oh that would have made more sense to that say would, about the film yeah it's a movie podcast they south korea i made a whole video about how great uh korean cinema is they they got a lot of 
great movies in Korea. Yeah. Um, Secret Zoo. Secret Zoo. <laughs> Can't forget. <laughs> yeah. Uh, isn't Broker technically Broker, which is out yeah. now, which we saw at TIFF, but that's we did out. Japanese director, but I think South Korean cast. Um, this next part we like to read a review. This one comes from Lemon Cookie eighty five. Subject line is great pod five stars, and it reads love the pod. Keep doing it. There we go. Keep there. You go right to that's the point. All you need. Right to the point. Um. Next, and lastly, we'd like to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast, uh, where you, if you pledge $5 a month or $15 a month, you can get access to bonus 15. episodes, Q&As, shout-outs at the end of every episode. It, it sounded like you said 50. Oh, no, 15, not 50. Definitely not. You could pledge 50, but you're you, not going to get could. anything extra. It, it, I don't know also, why you would do that. And also, it'd be a waste of money. A big waste of money. I mean, honestly. it wouldn't because you'd be supporting us, but I would yeah. personally not recommend it. There are better places to put $50 a month, I'll like, say that. Like my Venmo, my personal Venmo account yes. was Karsten out of it. That's true. I, I have to Venmo you the Patreon earnings also. I just oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you. But for $5 a month, what is that? Like a, a coffee, you know? Buy us yeah. a coffee uh, or a few because it adds up. Um, but thank you, Alex, Alex, Alex Thomas, Anson Contreras, Big Beard Pirate, Boinks, Camilla, Christine Kim, Coop, David Borslow, David Sir, Finn Richardson, Jacob Meyer, The, Jared Armstrong, Jaden Alexander, John Van Houten, Leonard, let's change the Google search results for PTA, Levin, Jar Jar is the best Star Wars character, Luke Warm, Maddie Robertson, Martin Def, Mary Lee Borslow, Monroe Page, Noah Wooten, Queen of Staten Island, Rakakuni, Riley Ost, Ryan M. Sam, Sam Farr, Sean Kenny, Stella Perry, Super Kaylee Fragilist, Gexby Aldocious, Mini Warbin, Jagerman Jensen, Taylor, Taylor's Virgin, Virgin, uh, the raccoon from Airbud Seventh Inning Fetch, Wes Kinley, Wiley Todd, and Zoe Hernandez McDonald. McDonald. Thank you, everybody. And a few new names there. Welcome. Good to read your name. Um, Good to read your name. Karsten is a big fan of yours. Big fan. Let's uh, let's call it. Thanks for listening. Uh, and Jeff, we will. Mm-hmm.